All right, hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Sakas, and this is your best life defined. Let's go ahead and get on to this thing. So, you know, for all of the bad that's coming, all of the change in plans that Sandy and I have experienced, the one thing that we are so happy about is that we didn't wait. We actually jumped on the idea of getting rid of our house and being able to travel and go see some things before, well, before COVID-19 hit. We didn't know that COVID-19 had hit, but our mantra had been, you know, we had originally talked about me working in the federal prison until I was 57. And that would have caused me to have to work two years, two full years more than I did. And we look back at that now and because of the way things have changed and, and how everything's going, the one thing that we were talking about last night is that we are so glad we didn't wait. Because, I mean, maybe this is all going to go away, okay? Maybe this is all going to disappear and we're going to get back to normal and when eventually the economy will come back and things will just be the way it used to be. But if that doesn't happen then we got to experience portions of this portions of this country we got to experience places and things that, that will be changed forever they will never be the same in fact i have to say that covid-19 has created a dynamic within me to where i don't even look at people in the same way the interactions are the same aren't even the same you know, I was out walking, you know, because I spend time getting ready for this podcast. I don't want to cheat you for your time. So I want to make sure that I give you all the benefit I can while I'm sitting here talking to you while I have you. I was sitting there thinking, you know, it's been how it's been like it's been like five months or four months since I've shook anybody's hand. You don't think about that. I mean, my whole life when I meet someone, I shake their hand. And all of a sudden, I'm walking out there and I'm thinking, boy, I, I wonder when I'll shake someone's hand again. I mean, there's something to that all of a sudden. That little insignificant thing that I took for advantage of or took, took for granted. And all of a sudden, now I can't. All of a sudden, now when I stand next to someone, I'm six feet away from them. And all I can say is, you know, I'm really glad when I look back that we didn't wait too long. Because had we followed the plan we originally had, we wouldn't have even been on this. But we managed to go to Bar Harbor, Maine and not have to worry about who's standing next to us or not have to worry about wearing a mask or whether we caught something or watch our symptoms to make sure that we don't have a fever or there's something going on. We didn't have to give my kids notice that we were coming up and make sure that we can't go into the quick stops while fueling or the fueling stations because we can't afford to get infected. People thought I was nuts. People thought I was nuts when I sold the house and got rid of all my stuff and we hit the road. They're crazy. That's crazy. Well, no, not really. Not considering. Not considering that now when I sit here and I look back at the adventure we had, if the world changes and has changed forever to what it is now, I've experienced that in a way that no one that, that people will never get to experience. I've experienced Bar Harbor, Maine and, and Yuma, Arizona and Destin, Florida and, and, and Pensacola, Florida. I've got to sit in a bar packed with people at the songwriters convention in, in, uh, in Florida at, at, uh, Florabama. If you've ever, haven't ever heard of this place, it's an amazing old icon restaurant. Jimmy Buffett played there, but it's just this amazing, um, venue where people and songwriters are celebrated and it's great, but it'll never look the same. 
what they do now they have to spread people out on the beach or something because they're not going to be able to pack that cool ass dark bar with so much history like they did if COVID-19 continues I'm glad I didn't wait we can't change we can't change what's going on but we can take advantage of the opportunities we have and the question that I would ask you or the idea that I'm bringing to you in this is what will you wait too long for? What did you wait too long to do? You know, I'm, I've come to realize that this whole idea about working your ass off until you're 65 and then you go retire and then you go have fun is bullshit. I mean, think about it. What sense does it make? Have you seen most 65-year-olds? Most 65-year-olds can't get up out of a chair or struggle with their weight or having health issues or drink too much or are 40 pounds overweight. And it's because they waited too long to take any action. If, you're, if your plan is to work until you're 65, then you have to allow it for that plan to include making sure that you're in the condition you need to be in when you're 65 so you can do the things you're waiting to do. Because if you wait too long to take that action, if you just keep thinking, well, you know, I'm all right, I look pretty good, and you keep packing on five pounds a year, by the time you retire, you're, not, you're, gonna, you're gonna have waited too long. I mean, when you think about waiting too long, I bring it to the issue of, of our travels and the adventure. But it applied to my relationship too. I remember the, Brent, the Benchport bench point day in my life when I made that decision that my relationship was not going to continue on the path it was on. One of two things was going to happen in my relationship with my wife. We were either going to get better together and learn how to communicate and, and learn how to be best friends and how to support each other and how to get away from all that damaging behavior that we engaged in or we weren't going to be together. That was where I was at. And it culminated with me sitting at home. I came home one day and I'd listened to Brene Brown's book, The Power of Vulnerability. If you have, aren't familiar with it, if you don't know it, I, I, I implore you to check it out. If you're in your relationships, in your life, she's a wizard. Explained a lot about my life. But after listening to her book three times, I came home one day. My wife was upset and the conversation could have went the way it always did because that would have been the easy path. And I decided, nope, not going to do it. We're going to do this differently. I'm going to be your first responder. What do you need from me to help you get better? What do you need from me to help you enjoy and embrace our relationship together? That's what I did. And today I can say that we are best friends than, than we've ever been. I, I relish those moments because even now we continue to work on being better as a couple, being better friends. And so every so often we'll get on a subject in the morning while we're drinking coffee and it'll span two hours. And somewhere in there, one of us will, will share some story, some tidbit of hurt about our life or something that happened that we still carry and it's funny because once we spit that poison out it's gone and we're better for it and the best part of all is we didn't wait too long what thing do you love do you dream of having i remember i remember for the longest time i couldn't watch those uh 
touchy-feely movies with the couple who struggle and then they've they've overcome the hurdle and then they're in the end they're best of friends and they have that trusting friendship that has the benefits of being in love and and the benefits of all of all relationships right I used to hate those movies. You know why? Because that's what I wanted in my heart. I would look at my wife and I knew I loved her. I knew she was so important to me, but I just couldn't figure it out. And it all came down to me saying one day, this is what I'm going to do about it. And if that hadn't worked, let's just say that Brene Brown's book hadn't worked. I'd have done something else. Because my biggest fear was that I would wait too long. How many relationships did it, did it go from completely head over heels in love to not even talking? To not even caring what your partner does or where they're at? Is it because you waited too long? Did you wait too long to tell them, listen, I don't know what's going on here, but we have to fix it. And I'm going to fix it with kindness. I'm going to fix it with compassion and empathy. And I'm going to do whatever you need me to do. I will do anything for you. Did you wait too long? When my dad got cancer, um, there was just something about that whole experience that told me that it wasn't going to end well. I'm not sure what it was, but I remember... I remember asking him one day, he's sitting there and we're struggling like like you do when you have someone who's facing that. I don't know if you've ever been through it, but the, just the, it's just this weight, this big monstrous weight that sits on your shoulders and every time you get together, that's what you think about and that's what you talk about. And I remember asking him if I could videotape him because I wanted to know about our history and our life and his life and about his parents because I didn't, there was no record of that. But I waited too long. See, now when I look back, my dad told me, oh, God dang, I don't want to do that. And he told me that not because he didn't want to share the story with me, but because he didn't want to engage in an activity would, that would validate his future or the possibility of his future or not having one. And I waited too long. When you think about it, I almost waited too long on this. Had I let myself fall into the trap of becoming a perfectionist, because perfectionism is what kept me from doing a lot of things. I didn't engage in a lot of activities because I was, wasn't good enough yet. I didn't want to fail. Imagine what would have happened had I waited too long on this. Imagine what would have happened if I had never taken the step to go ahead and do that first podcast. And as a result of that, somewhere down the road in the next week, two weeks, months, or whatever, I catch COVID-19 and I were to die. Thank God I didn't wait too long. What things in your life are so important to you? What things in your life do you value with such a great degree that you can't afford to wait too long. Pick it. I know, I know, I know life is tough. Life is hard. But waiting too long and realizing that you did is really tough. And I'm blessed. I'm I'm here every day not because I want something from you, because I have been given this amazing life and I wake up every day and this is my struggle that I've chose to take on because somehow or another someone deserves to hear this.
Someone deserves to taste something that I've been able to taste most of my life now. This last five, eight years, well, since my dad died, it was a struggle for a while, but this last last eight years have been amazing. It's simply because I didn't wait too long. You can do it. No matter what it is, no matter where you are right now, it's it's all about picking that point, picking that destination and not letting anything get in the way of it. Waking up every day, face your struggle, but knowing that each day you will do something that brings you closer to that thing you can't afford to miss out on. That thing you can't afford to wait too long and let it get by you. Crazy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what this thing we're doing is supposed to look like. I really don't. But what I do know is that there's nothing that feels better than someone saying, hey, listen, man, thanks. Thanks. I actually had the chance to talk to a couple of guys this week because I've been out and about working on working on my story and trying to make sure that everything I'm saying is the truth and it's not distorted or maybe I'm not seeing something. And you don't know how good it felt. Parker, a young man, he's working out here at the RV park and he wants to be a pilot and we start talking about it. And I give him the story about defining goals. And it's a lot more animated and a lot more interesting when I'm actually talking to people. That's the difficult part about this. But I'm telling him this story and he is just, his head is bobbing up and down and he's just excited with me for what he can do, what his future looks like. And I told him, don't wait. If you're, you're not graduating, you're graduating high school, don't wait to graduate high school to learn what you need to know about being a pilot. Don't wait. Learn all the terminology. Get the books. Learn everything you possibly can so when you walk into that class, you get your money's worth. You know what all these terms are. You know what this is process looks like, and you're already ahead of the game. Why wait? Because if you wait, you might wait too long. That was cool. He was all excited. He's like, yeah, thanks, Chris. And of course, we did that weird-ass elbow bump. You know, I'd almost just just assume not even reach out to the people I talk to because that just feels so, so wrong. I, I know it's necessary. I know that we need to do that, but it's just... But that's an example of a young man who has an opportunity in front of him. He defines something that he wants, but he just really didn't put any thought into how that was going to look, what it was going to look like. And anything you think about, anything that you want to do that you can't afford to miss out on, it comes down to saying, okay, this is where I want to be. What can I do to get there? And then take that action. Take that action. That is the culmination of my best life. That is the culmination of this whole amazing story. And you know what? It really comes down to, you know, I I don't have time to care what you think about me or my effort. Because... It's free. I wake up every day. I give you a couple hours of my life because you're worth it. Because I do crave that idea that someone's going to say, you know, God damn it. I I can't take it. Sometimes his voice sucks, but the story's always there because he told me something. I get it. I get it. I get it. And in five years, you're going to be someplace you never dreamed you'd be because you decided not to wait too long. Pretty good idea, huh? Well, I'm feeling really good, as you can probably tell. I'm not feeling any type of discomfort as being here. I belong in this chair. I belong behind this microphone. 
I appreciate everything you guys have done. I appreciate the fact that you continue to follow and listen to me and that you continue to take a look at your life. I'm asking that you consider um, checking out my YouTube. If you're listening to this on Podbean or on Spotify or whatever the app you're using to listen to this podcast, I encourage you to go over and check out my YouTube channel, Your Best Life Diet your best life to find on youtube all of these are the majority i think like 90 percent of my podcasts are also videoed in case you have time to sit down you want to see what i look like see who i am Uh, for those of you who are sitting here watching this right now on youtube i'd ask you to go check out my podcast on on podbean maybe subscribe that would really be great you see i'm putting the work in here and I'm not asking you anything except for you to give me a little back to make it. Because every once in a while when I get a new follower, it feels so good. It does. It feels good because then it feels like, all right, all right, I'm on track. When my numbers jump up on the number of downloads, I get that really feels good. And that's that's my fuel. That's my fuel. That's what energizes me and makes me get up at 530 in the morning and go out there and walk in the field and talk to myself about the things I want to talk to you about to make sure I ain't misleading you, that I make sure I ain't feeding you full of bullshit, telling you stories that aren't true, conning you, tricking you into doing what you don't want to do, because there's already enough of that in the world. Ah, hmm. Feeling good. I feel at peace. Listen, the world is tough right now. It will get better. And just so you know, what I'm asking from you is that take everything from a platform of kindness. Take a look at the things that anger you. Step back from that and try and find another path that allows you to show your best side. To be kind and considerate and, and give some empathy. I mean, irregardless of your views or what you believe someone should do sometimes all they need is for you to listen sometimes all they need is a little bit of good advice and sometimes it's okay to not say anything at all because you know we're all in this together we're struggling together so but it will get better i guarantee it and if you focus on it and you know what you're looking for and you define where you're going you'll get there i I assure you of that because that's what this is all about it's about living your best life So until next time, just remember, as always, today's your day. Make it a good one.